Ladies and boys and girls, Mel Herbert here. Um, time for Elon Daily this February 24th, 2020. And I'm both recording the audio for the usual peeps. And I'm going to do a little video thing here as well for the patron peeps. Because patron peeps pay a little extra, you know. They're going to get a little something extra. So as you know, we've been um, talking about the fact that Elon has been increasing the range of the Model S in the most recent iteration. It's getting 390 miles range there. It's probably for the Raven edition doing some over-the-air updates. Elon has been saying for a number of weeks in a number of different calls how that they've done this just by increasing efficiencies, increasing efficiencies, and they haven't bothered talking to the FDA, not the FDA, the EPA. I always say FDA. The EPA about this. And they finally got EPA to take a look at it, and they said, okay, yeah, you've got 390 miles range in the S, uh, 351 in the X. And that's huge. To my mind, that is huge because this is on top of a another bump that was a few months ago and another bump before that. So we're getting yeah, very close to that magic psychological 400 mile range. And so now we hear from electric Fred Lambert here uh, February 19th of 110 kilowatt hour battery pack. 110 kilowatt hour battery pack in my mind is going to bring the Model S range over 400 miles. And why do I say that? Well, because if you just add sort of 10%, that would give you about another 39 miles, which would bring you deep into 400 mile territory. It would be about like 429. But let's just say because it's an increase in the heaviness of the battery pack and stuff, that it's about uh, 420 miles range. Now, I know that 420 is not much different than 390 but psychologically psychologically over 400 mile range in an ev is kind of a big deal that's the kind of range that you get in a gas car with a lot of range now there are gas cars that get even more than that they can get over 500 miles but the 400 mile range to me seems like 300 miles is adequate like really adequate 400 mile range just feels like "Mm, they did it so what will happen in the X, it'll probably be something like, I'm guessing 375, for example, which is again, great for a big sort of SUV like car, certainly something that I would like. But what is this going to do to the other cars? Let's get a little bit titillating here, shall we? So let me just pull up a picture here for the patrons of the Roadster. So the Roadster, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is supposed to have 620 mile range. That was the initial prototype. And a number of the people who work on that have said that the final version, which maybe we get at the end of the year, is going to be significantly better on all specs than we saw at that reveal event, which is now quite a while ago, over a year ago. And so I suspect, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, because of these efficiencies in the motors, maybe they're going to put in a bigger battery pack, that the Roadster is going to knock it out over 700 mile range and have a 0 to 60 of something like 1.8, 1.7, something crazy like that. So uh, that 700 mile range, talk about a smackdown to gas cars, better, faster, more fun, way more range. That car, which is a supercar, which is going to cost two hundred to $250,000 is amazing and cheaper than what you can get for any other sort of supercar anywhere close to that speed. So you heard it first here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. You heard it here first. I think I've said it a number of times. And all of this is on the back of what is happening with both the motors, their efficiency, their aerodynamics, and their batteries. We talked about this last week, the fact that Tesla is now in partnership with China's CATL, C-A-T-L partnership. And they've got this strategic sort of play that's going on here, which a lot of people are now going... Oh, I get this now. So we talked about the fact that they're going to go to zero cobalt. They're doing this a prismatic lithium iron phosphate uh, battery. 
taking out all the lithium. Now, there's uh, not lithium, cobalt. There's only about 3% of the batteries right now is lithium. We talked about the fact in the original sort of uh, cars that Tesla produced, it was about 7, 8, 10, 11, 12 kilograms of cobalt per battery. And now the batteries are bigger and they're down to like 4.5 kilograms per battery pack. And now they're going to get to zero because of this new technology. And they've got their own companies working on this. And this Chinese company is working on this. Zero cobalt's a big deal. You bring down the cost of the battery. And this Chinese company also says they're going to be able to bring up the energy density. So they think they can drop the price of this battery in early iterations by 25%. 25% is a huge, huge reduction. So now the distance between Tesla and the rivals gets even further because Tesla has been smart and has spent the time in doing this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in doing this. And I should also say, well, I could talk about batteries all day and I could talk about the fact that I would love to have the, let's ch- take a look at it right here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'd love to see the Model Y get a bigger battery to have over five, 400 mile range. I'm not sure why they wouldn't do that because they've said that S and X are kind of just like, yeah, they keep doing them not because they're a profit center, but because they just have this sort of loving feeling for their original cars that sold more than just a few. So if the Y and the 3 are really the future of the Tesla for the next 5, 10 years, and they are, and truly the the world-crushing car is the Y, how long until we get a 400-mile range Y? If they've got that energy density up significantly, and we've already seen the range move from 280 to 315. If they can put in, say, a 100-kilowatt-hour battery pack into that puppy, they'll be right up there knocking on 400 miles range. So now you've got this beautiful car. It's got the beautiful front. It's got the beautiful uh, powered hatch in the back. It's got a huge amount of space for a car that size. And it has a range of 400 miles. I mean, it's going to sell like hotcakes anyway. But if they did that, if they put in these new batteries in it soon, maybe not for the first iteration, but, you know, in the next year or so, come on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So you can get away with the 315 for now, sell trillions of them, have great quarters, make lots of money. And then maybe in 2021, when you introduce the seven-seater version, also introduce sort of the 400-mile range one. Again, total speculation. Don't know what I'm talking about, but I'd like to see that. So one of the things, I'm, I'm showing a picture here of the Model Y Frunk. One of the things that I am frustrated by is that there's lots about the Model Y. And I should say, I actually had my first sighting of Model Y. Yes, I had my first sighting in the wild of Model Y this weekend, and I tried to capture it with my phone, and it's just a disaster because it's capturing the steering wheel, and then I realized I'm such an idiot. Why didn't I just hit the little button and uh, capture it from the Tesla cam? But I was an idiot. Afterwards, I'm like, I'm so stupid. I could Because what I saw was uh, to what looked like a Model 3, and I thought a Model X next to each other, but it looked really weird from behind going up the 101 freeway. So I thought, that's a little weird. So I drove up next to this, what I thought was the X, and it was significantly taller than the Model 3, but it had the hockey stick door knobs. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is a Model Y. It was totally blacked out, totally tinted, so you couldn't see in there at all. So then, of course, I started chasing it, and then it left the freeway, and I'm trying to pull out my phone, and I, why didn't I just press the Tesla cam? I'm an idiot. But since then, you know, every day now, there is multiple sightings of the various versions of this off-roading, uh, cold weather testing, just driving down the freeway, uh, having racks on it and all that stuff. They're out there. Uh, production is apparently occurring right now, and we're going to start seeing tons of these. But one thing that I really wanted to know about, because I use it a lot, is the frunk. What is the frunk space? And I cannot find anywhere, 
anywhere where it talks about what the front space is going to be. Not an official Tesla thing. There's lots of Reddit pages saying, well, I think it's going to be X or Y. But is the front going to be bigger? Is it going to be smaller? Is it going to be about the same as Model 3? This car, it looks significantly bigger. It looks certainly taller and a bigger butt a little bit than the Model 3. But what about that front? It looks to me in renderings and in pictures sort of side by side that they've moved the cabin even further forward compared to Model 3. That might be just an optical illusion. But will that affect the size of the front? I, I just want to know. It's one of those things that we've heard a lot about. We've heard a lot about the seven-seater and the five-seater and all of the seats in the uh, middle row will lie down or in the five-seater, the back row, will li- you can lie down each of those things independently. But what about the front, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? What about that front? Super excited about this uh, Model Y. I am so excited about it. It's just going to be big and huge and large. Tesla, with their batteries, with all that's going on, they are just killing it and will continue to do so. We'll talk again sometime this week. It's a little busy week, but uh, we'll get together soon. Certainly going to get together with the boys soon and do a big show, a large show, a grand show, a big show. My name's Mel Herbert. I'll talk to you soon. Hurry up.